Listening to the Just Launch Podcast with your host Sean Channel. We talk about our goals, life's challenges, and how to launch ourselves to that next level. What is up? Hey, thank you guys for listening. Uh, and hey, something crazy. This is our one year anniversary of just launch. Our podcast started a year ago and has grown from each one of you taking the time to listen to our episodes. So thank you so much. The amount of fun, the amount of learning, the amount of sharing, the experience of this podcast for the last year has just been an amazing journey. And I have to say thank you to each and every single one of you who has listened, whether it's been once or twice or 40-some episodes later. Please, if you have not subscribed, please do so. It's right there on your phone. It's right there on your computer. Just subscribe. That way you don't miss episodes. Also, let's spread the word. Let's share this with someone else that you know could benefit from some humor, some laughter, some lessons, some learning, and some love. Speaking of love, man, what a time right now to share love. It has been crazy few, uh, well, I guess months now at this point. And I got to tell you, times have changed. Put out a couple episodes a few weeks back. It's been hard to get back in the studio to put out another episode. Part of that has been because I've been involved in homeschooling our youngest. And I'm sure a lot of you right now are also in that same boat where you are actively homeschooling your kid or kids. And I tell you, as you guys know, that's a whole different set of skills. That's a whole different uh, set of lessons to learn. And for this episode, we want to talk about some of the lessons that we've learned during our journey. You know, it's funny, in college, all of my roommates were teachers. So I think out of the six different roommates that I had during the course of my four years over uh, at college, all of them were going to college to become teachers. And at the time, I thought they were all nuts. Like The idea of being a teacher had no appeal to me. Little did I know that at some point, I would get into a training world where I spend the bulk of my time training adults. A lot different, though, than training teachers. And that's one of the big lessons that I've learned over the past couple months is that I may be really good when it comes to coaching, training, leading adults, but doing that with kids, that is a whole different ballgame. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure that our son's actually learning anything from me. I'm learning a lot of stuff from him. I'm not sure he's learning so much from me, but... We're putting in some effort. I can tell you one of the things that I have learned from him, not just the whole homeschooling thing, but from him, is what commitment looks like. I mean, I'm a pretty committed person. When I set a goal, when I have a task in front of me, when I've made a commitment, 
I put everything into that. I go 100%. But what I've realized over the past couple months is my shit ain't got nothing on his shit. Like that commitment level, that is some next level shit. Especially when he's done. When he's mad, when he's angry, when he's over it, when he no longer wants to do schoolwork, man, we're in a battle of wills and I'm getting my ass kicked 90% of the time. And it's just next level. I try everything. I've tried being nice. I've tried being logical, talking about we're almost done. Here's how many problems we have left. You can go play with your friends. I've tried begging, pleading, offering up treats and incentives. I've tried threats. Threats? He don't get no fucks. You can threaten to take away his iPad. You can threaten to ground him. You can threaten to beat his ass. He don't care. He knows my threats most of the time are probably empty anyway. But I am getting my ass handed to me on a commitment level. This kid, no way. He commits and he commits hard. Fortunately for me, my loving wife, she knows how to how to work him. But me, nah. I gotta up my game. My commitment level needs to go from 80, 90 to, to, to his level. In addition to the commitment stuff, I've also learned that there are lots of ways to get to the right place. For example, math. I was good at math. Math was one of my strongest subjects in elementary school, middle school, high school, uh, even in college. Math just came naturally to me. I was... So good at it that my grades probably suffered a little bit because I would come in and ace the tests. And because I aced the test with little to no effort, I hated doing the homework. So lots of times I didn't turn in my homework. And so my grades typically are around a B, B minus because acing all the tests but not putting in homework. There had to be some repercussions of that. And our son is good at it too. He's actually really good at doing the math in his head. But when we have to get him to show the work... That's a whole different story. And then trying to explain to him the way that I learned this stuff. Like, how do you carry and how do you borrow? He doesn't get that. He looks at us like we're some kind of aliens. He wants to talk about dots. What the fuck are dots? And so we're scrambling trying to figure out what the fuck these dots are that he's talking about. So we're looking up shit on the internet. And on the internet, they got the block method. What the fuck is this block method? You take this block and then you break down this block and that creates the dots. What happened to just math? And the whole time I'm thinking, shit, does he even need to know math? Like, I remember asking my teacher, do we need to know this stuff? And they're like, yeah, you do. What are you going to do? Carry a calculator around in your pocket? Actually, bitch, yes, I am carrying a calculator around in my pocket. And our seven-year-old has a calculator in his hands or at his disposal 24 hours a day. Hell, he's not going to even carry that shit around his pocket. It's going to be attached to his glasses at some point. And he's just going to see a calculation or have to make a calculation and say, Hey, Alexa, what's this calculation? He don't need to know this math, especially not in this dot method. So I'm over here feeling like a dumbass, making him feel like a dumbass. For what? It's just math. 
Let's just add this shit up and move past it. So I have to remind myself that it's about the results. It's not about the method. And interestingly enough, especially for those of you who aren't maybe parents and are listening from a leadership perspective, this came up in a completely separate way just a couple weeks ago where I decided not take on a client because of our methodologies were so different. We were talking about the methodology that I train, strategic communication. And his question to me was, well, if you have certain members of the team that aren't adopting your methodology, what kind of conversations do you look like? And my question back to him was, well, that depends. Are they performing or not? He's like, why does that matter? Well, I said, because it's different conversations, whether they're performing or not. He's like, well, say they're 200% the quota. I say, let them do what they want. And his opinion was they need to follow the methodology. But see, that's where that's bullshit. And that's where I have to bring this back to the homeschooling methodology is how we get to the results. That's going to vary for all of us. It's getting the results that matters. You don't have to do it my way. It's not my way or the highway. If you can't carry and borrow and you want to use some fucking dots, use some fucking dots, right? I'll let you do it as long as you can get to the end result and it's right. Hey, more power to you. And so I had to tell this sales director that, hey, we're not a good fit. If you believe that taking someone who's producing results and making them follow a certain pattern just to follow the pattern, that's bullshit. We're not in agreement with that and we shouldn't do business together. So I have to remember that lesson when working on math with our seven-year-old. And all of this is so new. All of this has been so immediate. You know, what happens when the world that we know just turns upside down? And what happens is, by nature, we flail. When we lose our routines, we as people struggle. So initially, we didn't have a routine. It was, you know, we got up and did whatever, and then at some point started working on schoolwork, and that just didn't work. Every single one of us was lost. Without a routine, we just couldn't function. So then we had to build a routine. And once we built a routine, now we have to tweak that routine. And what we've learned is now that we have a routine and it works, any time that we get off of that routine, it's a fail. Routine is huge. And I know routine is not huge for everybody, but the reality is routine is big for most of us. Hence why so many of us have struggled during this time is because the routines that we've built, the routines that we love, the routines that work for us, were just taken and wiped out. And so we're lost without having those routines. And so building a new routine for yourself, for your kids, for your team members, that is a valuable piece to put into effect. And I got to tell you, the level of appreciation that I have for so many things has risen through the roof. First off, the appreciation that I have for the kids, the kids that are going through this. First off, school, that shit is work. And I think I've forgotten how much work school is, but sitting down and working with our kid through all of this 
you got to have focus. You got to have drive. You got to put some brain power into it. That is work. And they're doing all of this in a weird new way, something that they're not accustomed to. And so they're having to make all of these adjustments. And one of the things that I'm probably proudest of our seven-year-old for is his ability to just make these adjustments. The mental strength, the flexibility to adjust in such trying times for these kids is really a beacon, I think, for all of us. It's not been easy, but they've done it, and in a lot of cases have done it with a lot more grace and smoothness than a lot of the adults that I know. Teachers, wow. My appreciation goes out tremendously to all of the work that you guys do. Again, going to college with a bunch of, you know, to-be teachers, I've always had a lot of respect for the profession, but my appreciation and respect is, again, next level for you guys out there. So I want to get a shout-out to some of the, um, you know, Ryan and Sean and Adam, you know, you guys that went into the profession and are still in the profession. Wow, love you, man. What you guys do is not easy and mad respect. The amount of appreciation that I have for my wife, and I'm my wife's biggest fan. I think she's an amazing woman. And I love her abilities in a classroom, always have as a trainer of adults. And what I've learned through this whole process is that she's a way better teacher than I am. In fact, she's just a way better parent. And I give huge props to all of you out there who are single parents or have multiple kids. Her and I are tag teaming on one. Some of you I know are balancing two, three, four kids. And in some cases, you're doing it alone. Mad respect and a ton of appreciation for what you guys are going through and the amount of work and effort you're putting into this. Much love. And, you know, the reality is my appreciation for life It's one of the lessons I hope to hold on to through all of this. We just can't take shit for granted. This just shows us how quick, how fast, how easily everything that we know about our world can change. And we need to make sure that we spend every single day full of appreciation, full of gratitude for the blessings that we have. As long as we have breath in our lungs, fight in our souls, the opportunity to earn a living, make a living, improve our lifestyle, the opportunity to spend time with our loved ones. These are all things that we should have mad appreciation for. And this homeschooling journey has taught me a lot of lessons. And I'm guessing it's taught a lot of you a lot of lessons as well. Let's not forget those lessons. Let's hold on to those lessons and use those as things are starting to ease up, and we go to this next chapter. Again, much love to all of you who have been on this journey with me. Much love to all of you who are going through this journey right now. Please share this episode with a friend. Stay the course. Stay safe. Keep focused. We're almost through the worst of this. Until next time, let's launch ourselves towards our best selves.